<sighs> it's always good to take a breath before you do anything. I want to talk about an alternative method of getting fit or weight loss, as it were. My weight has been a problem for me or a challenge or a journey ever since, well, ever since I got married, really, with a few ups and downs on the way when I was a kid, apparently, but when I got married, that's when it really became evident. <clears throat> and so I've struggled with it. I've felt like I was exercising. I was jogging and nothing happened. I was playing ball or squash a few times a week and it felt like nothing happened. And I was hiking around my neighborhood in Berkeley and it didn't seem to help. And I would try different diet plans and it didn't seem to help. Um, I got married in 1998. So the first time that I really decided to lose weight was 2003. And it was interesting because I was in a writer's group and the, the two couple there, gorgeous couple that was running it said that they lost weight by fasting. And every summer they'd fast for five or 10 days and lose some weight. And I thought, wow, that's amazing. I've never heard of that. Growing up Mormon, we fasted one Sunday a month and that was no food or water for 24 hours was the theory. And I'd done that religiously, no pun intended, but I'd never thought about how they fasted and how they fasted was no food, period, for like a week. And somehow that hit me like a ton of bricks and I was just like, oh my God, that's, that's what I want to do. And so I fasted and I fasted for five days, just water fast and and then my body was starting to freak out a little bit and I was trying to get abdominal cramps and so I stopped and intestinal cramps and so I stopped and then I did it again. Anyway, over the course of that year, I fasted a total of 45 days. That was the year when a lot changed in my life. My entire spiritual perspective changed and um, I lost my job and got a new job that paid a multiple of that in that time. And uh, yeah, really was transformational for me. Anyway, 45 days, five days here, three days here, 12 days here. 12 days was the longest I was able to do it. And the first three days were horrible, felt weak, felt tired. It was just like suffering. I was yelling at my partner. I was not fun to be around. It was not an enjoyable experience, but I did it. I lost like, like 40 pounds and got down to being really skinny again. 2003, but that was the only way I could do it, is not eating at all. I found I couldn't eat in moderation, and so just not eating anything at all was easier and had fantastic results. Since then, I've done a bit of fasting here and there. Haven't done the, the 45 days thing again, and probably haven't done more than three days in the past 13 years. And... <clears throat> Weight was always one of those things to deal with. I thought, well, I've got this to deal with in life, and then I'll deal with my weight, or I'll do th this and deal with my weight. Until finally this summer, something clicked, something happened, and I said, okay, I'm going to do this now. And I looked at the scale, and I looked at my body, and I said, okay, I've got about 60 pounds to lose, so how am I going to do this? 
And it was interesting because I've been working with David Schlussel. And David Schlussel is a fascinating guy, really powerful, wonderful yogi teacher, healer. Uh, I did yoga with him and it didn't suck for the first time. Yoga has always been that thing that I hated to do, didn't enjoy, avoided at all costs. But with David, it was fun. And so David and I did a bit of an exchange and he came over and was working with me. And he was approaching this question much differently than you see it approached. And this is this is what I want to talk about because I, when you Google weight loss or lose weight or fitness or lifting weights or how many reps or whatever, you're finding volumes and volumes of information. It's all contradictory. It's like, well, you need to do 15 chest fly cleans and six six tough pull up thingies and you need to do 10, 10 jumping jacks and at six reps per times 10 and you need to do this. And then a friend recommended the 4-Hour Body. I read that and read about Tim Ferriss, said he put on 34 pounds of muscle after working out a half an hour a week for four weeks. And okay, impressive. And he had a specific diet that he recommended. And uh, so all of this information was flo is floating around. And when you look at it, you just get kind of confused. But David started asking me, well, what have I done in the past that I enjoy? What kind of movements do I enjoy? What kind of sports do I enjoy? Um, when I lost weight, what happened? What did I experience? And I remembered a couple things in my past. I remember number one, when I was playing racquetball, uh, professionally would be too big a word, but in college, collegiate racquetball. And I was playing racquetball twice a day for about an hour apiece. So I was playing two hours a day and the first time was at 7 a.m. Second time was about 3 or 4 p.m. with another person. And I we went to the national championships that year and that was my one of my claim, my, my claim to fame as far as athletics goes in my life. But uh, I remember saying, someone saying something, one woman saying something at Rick's college where I was going to college. She said, you're looking good, RC. That was my name back then, RC, my initials. She says, you're looking good, RC. And I thought, what is she talking about? And and I didn't pay much attention to that comment. And then um, I remembered one more time where I where I was noticing my belt getting tighter and or my belt getting looser and looser and having to punch new holes in. And that was when I was in the MTC, which was the missionary training center, about to go to Germany on my mission. That. I played basketball, like I, I, I sort of played basketball to fit in through a lot of high school, just kind of that's what the, the guys did, so I did it. And I liked it, it was okay, I enjoyed it. Um, but one day I jammed my finger against someone when I was in the MTC and we went and had an x-ray and they couldn't find any damage, but it hurt. And sometimes it still hurts and it's years later. So I was a piano player and I said, I don't want to stop playing piano because I hurt my hand because I'm playing basketball. So I am just going to go find something else to do. So in the hour that we had, we had three hours a week to work out in the MTC. Uh, I found a treadmill and I started doing a treadmill for the first time. And I did an hour of treadmill three times a week, plus the meals that they give you. That's breakfast, lunch, dinner, normal portions, but not like tons. And uh, so I was running three hours a week and eating what was there, which I guess you can compare to the military or something. And um, yeah, I was I was fit then too. I got skinny then as well and in shape. So with those two things in mind, on the 8th of August this year, I said, what am I going to do 
to lose weight. And so I went to the local fitness center and I bought a membership and I noticed that they had open racquetball a couple days a week. So I went and started playing there and found that, wow, I was sucking air. I was out of shape. I, of course, I was, I couldn't run, you know, my game suffered as a result and it was kind of embarrassing. So diving into that extremely quickly would be a problem. And so I said, okay, well, what was I doing? I was doing the hour of cardio. So I went up and I found an elliptical machine and I did the elliptical machine for an hour and I've been doing the elliptical for six weeks and slowly upping the intensity of it. Plus I've been doing some weight training, nothing, nothing that to write home about, but just picking up some weights here and there two or three times a week, um, doing some different kinds of weights, nothing complex, stuff that I'd done before or um, had around, had handy, also doing some push-ups every day, some things like that. Anyway, and then dramatically changing my eating styles. And um, really one thing is reducing the carbs to as little as possible. And number two has been um, not eating when I'm not hungry. And the interesting thing is what has happened through all of this is number one, I've almost lost 20 pounds in two months in a little less than two months. So that's awesome. That's a good start. And number two, I've developed this new relationship with my body. And the interesting thing has been when I... As I was trying to lose weight before, there was a reason for it. There was an emotional reason. There was a psychological reason. And, I, and, I, and to kick off all of this stuff that I've been able to do physically, I first had to process the emotional part. And I think that's probably the biggest thing. Because there was a part of me, and I've, I've lately been with my family a lot and spending time with my father a lot. And there was this, there was this small part of me inside that I started to develop a relationship with. And I started talking to him and I said, well, why are we fat? Why are we holding this weight? And, and he's like, well, it's protection. It's protection against the big scary man. And I thought about that. And I thought about some situations when I was small and I felt threatened and I felt attacked and I felt like I needed protection and safety. And so one way to get that protection and safety is to make yourself be or appear physically bigger. And so I found this actually subconscious part of me that was holding on to the weight and creating that weight because it had a reason to, it had a psychological reason to. Well, um, and I found probably a half dozen to a dozen different parts of myself that I've talked to it or connected somehow to the weight. And when, when I've stagnated a little bit, I've asked these questions and got more answers. And as I do, I have this clearing process that I use to get rid of limiting beliefs. And I use that every time I hit one of those beliefs. And now for the first time in my life, um, despite the fact that the situation isn't totally optimal or controlled by me in terms of there's food in the house that I don't want to see and don't want to be tempted by and you know, I'm getting invited to eat out with my family a lot and sometimes they're cooking and things like that. Uh, for the first time, I've consistently been able to work out and then also not just replenish it, but actually lose the weight. 
And I think the reason I wanted to make this was, for me, it's an incredible breakthrough. Perhaps it's useful for someone else. And that is, number one, the emotional stuff. And number two, listening to your body. Nobody can tell you, like, three reps of time, ten reps times five. Like, your body tells you what it wants, what it can do. When I'm working out, I know how far can I go? What is it What is it looking for? And, and we're trained to, like, uh, go over. I was reading about CrossFit, and that's and this huge thing about you need to push harder and harder. People actually blow their muscles out. Their muscles die and they have life-threatening conditions at times because they're pushing, 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 which is the opposite of listening to what your body's telling you. So this is the first time ever I've lost weight in my life consistently and easily because I was listening to my body and it doesn't feel incredibly painful. It's not like I'm fasting every day and it's happening regularly and the emotional stuff, by the way, when I was trying to lose weight before, I would eat, I would lose some weight, and then I would feel like this incredible panic and compulsion, I, and I would eat again. Like, I would just find myself buying ice cream. It was like I was addicted to sugar and, and fat, and I would, I'd eat, and I'd gain it right back. And that was that process. That was the psychological clearing I needed to do. And I think everybody who... Uh, has something in their body that they're not liking, something about their body, we have to look at both sides. So what's our psychological and emotional aspects? What are the excuses or the reasons for our bodies not being or looking as we want them to? And then the other side is, can you listen to your body when you're moving, when you're eating, when you're, can you start to develop that relationship? Because that's more important than what anybody else can tell you. And often the gym rats and the, and the, the buff people and whatever, they're what you call naturals. They haven't struggled with these things. So when you go and start to talk to them and work with them, it's like, well, you just do this, 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 because they didn't have these emotional barriers or blocks to deal with. And either they can push their body or they have that natural relationship with their body, which is so natural that they don't even consider that maybe you don't hear your signals about when you're hungry, when you're full, when you're exercising, when it's, when it's too much, when you need to slow down. But those two components have been super key for me, and I've made serious progress, and I look forward to making even more progress. If I have something more to say about it, I will toss it in here or somewhere else. Thanks for watching, and good luck if this is something you're working on or struggling with. Happy to answer any questions you might have. It's been Ryan O'Rock, signing out.